girls and gays. Welcome to episode eight of the Lesbian Supper Club. Girls, gays, actually, and heterosexual married women who hate their husbands. Welcome to the Lesbian Supper Club. <laughs> you're, you're our favourite audience oh, member. The heterosexual middle-aged women who hate their husbands are by far my favourite. They're by, by far the most wild, actually. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Um, Friday night, we went to Coyote Bar in Camden. Fuck me. Jesus. In all the wrong ways. Yeah. That was that not was <laughs> a fucking experience, wasn't it? No. It, do you know what? It has the potential to be so fucking good. If it was a gay bar. If it was a gay bar. Mm-hmm. Or if they just had like a... There just needs to be a better caliber of people. I don't necessarily think that it needs to be entirely gay, mm-hmm. but I do think that I think a lot of men... Do you know what they do need? What? To not let in big groups of men. Agreed. That's the problem. Like yeah. no more than three guys in a group. I think if there's more than two men... Just fuck off. Yeah. So basically, Just to anywhere. set the context, Freya, <laughs> yeah. cafes, libraries, <laughs> swimming pools, anywhere. Especially swimming pools. Yeah. <laughs> so to add a bit of context, Freya had been going on about wanting to go to this Coyote Ugly bar for months. Can I also just say that I was like obsessed with the film Coyote Ugly. Oh, who so wasn't? Like, it's always been my dream to go to a Coyote Ugly bar. Who was not just, obsessed yeah, with Coyote exactly. Ugly? And Freya had been going on about it for months and the time had never been right until last week mm. so we head there at about half past nine it's in like a really weird area as well but so. it's in the camden lock basically so anyone who knows camden that you know where all the markets are it's it's in there and we walk in and it wasn't dead but it wasn't busy but it was fine mm. and straight away like I was howling straight away. Like, I loved it straight away. It was because great. Of the women. Yeah, the crack the, was great. They like, were the girls incredible. girls dancing mm-hmm. were brilliant. And the vibe was definitely just about there. Like, mm. I think they could execute this whole bar better. But it could also have been a lot worse, right? Yeah. So, we're having a really good time. We're with our friends. We're all having fun. We're in and out, having a dance outside, you know, singing, dancing to the music. Everything's going well. Until, actually, no, let me wind this back a little bit. Because when we first walked in, it was very obvious the type of guy that goes there, which is the type of guy that would say something along the lines of, what was she wearing if they heard about sexual assault, right? You can just look around this bar and it's all the same type of like middle-aged or like very average looking guys who clearly struggle in their day-to-day to speak to women so go to bars yeah. like this to where women. women are empowering themselves mm-hmm. by dancing and being fucking free but in their minds you know they're like well if you're here dancing you clearly want me and also you, can just you see owe it on me. their face you yeah, owe me right like, exactly yeah. So that kind of then translated through to not only the girls that were there performing the girls that any female that was just in the bar, mm. there was this whole like air of like, oh, you're here because you want it. It g'd them up, didn't yeah, it? Really, which, they got themselves all excited because yeah. they saw these women dancing on a bar, and they, they clearly thought, don't see women in shorts they very don't, often. To be fair, you d- you didn't look like you've seen a woman in shorts in your yeah, whole life. Yeah, but I was smiling I was like a Cheshire cat. <laughs> no, I know. At the back of the room, I wasn't fucking hurting anyone. These guys no, are at no, the no. bar trying to fucking Lurch. touch these girls' legs. Asking girls if they can touch their hair, like mm. being fucking weird. So there was an air of like pervert just fucking lingering just in around. the worst in the ways. worst way, which we kind of expected. But then obviously what had happened as the night had gone on is that these guys got more drunk. So mm-hmm. then their kind of inhibitions started to come and out more, more and more. Are, more of them came as well, like more men. Yeah, arrived. more men showed up. Mm. 
So there was a point in the night where me and Freya were just in the bar innocently and started kissing and straight away this guy fucking approaches <sighs> us. And do you know what fucks me off more than anything? They pull us apart. They Oof. have the actual audacity when we're like hugging or kissing to come and grab each one of us on the shoulder and pull us apart like it's their divine right and be like, basically try and thank us Do for you know giving what? them a bonus. I feel like there should you be fucking weird. I think there should be a law that lets you punch men around the face if they do that. Yeah, like you 100%. should get off scot free. Because like, I it do is a lot ridiculous. more than punch in the oh, face. I fucking I'd like would, to but wear I'm one of saying. those like rings that has like something sharp on them that Maybe I can we punch should. them in the crotch. But I feel like this is a problem, right? With with a lot of women is that. People talk more about how um, people get in trouble for self-defense, i.e. if they're carrying around pepper spray um, in the UK. It's actually like illegal, I'm pretty sure, to do that, which is ridiculous, right? So so they, they speak more about how, you know, you get in trouble if you defend yourself. But what about if you, what about the fucking people who attack you? Why don't they ever just say, guys, can you fucking stop harassing women 24-7? But yeah, they do. They do definitely. I don't know how they're going to really sort that out with that bar because it is really mm. tricky when it's I just a calibration. No, I knew wouldn't they would go I. back unless they're unless because there was like what five of us. So as this guy started to pull us apart, our big daddy friend, shout out to Liana, Woo. was straight in there, <laughs> big daddy guns in his yeah. face, like get the fuck away. Who I do you her. think you are? Which then G'd me up. I'm like, yeah, I've got my daddy Liana next. Scarlett will literally spot Liana in an argument and she will storm over to Liana so fucking quickly that somebody shoved a rocket up her ass just to make sure that she's barking next to her. Yes, there's nothing (laughs) chihuahua about me until Liana's there. But if Liana's not there, mm. I am the Malinois. Mm -hmm. If Liana's there, Liana, I will admit, is the Malinois. And I'm then the chihuahua next to her. You are, I'm not going to answer that. Actually, do you not see me with that bouncer? You were quite good with the bouncer, but Thank he would have fucking wiped the floor with you. Oh, I would have wiped but the floor wiped with him the floor a little. Of any of us, yeah, cuttlefish. So yeah, then. But I saw our friend Liana pulled him apart. Mm. He then kept laughing in our face because they're just so entitled. They don't even think like when we're getting angry, they don't even think it's problematic. No. And then, in all fairness, we did call over security, and security did sort it. Well, I—I I mean, well, when I went upstairs to the toilet, this guy was like, "Hello," and I was like, "Hi," and he was like. You're having fun fun with your friends downstairs. And I just oh. looked at him and I said, what the fuck is it to you? Bye. Like, I was like, Honestly. what the fuck? He was literally waiting at the top of the stairs yeah. by the toilets just to be able to say that. Like, yeah. how fucking pathetic. I, yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't really go pathetic. back. I would not no. go back. And it didn't feel safe. It did not feel no, safe. Like, no, no, no. And it was very predatory. So yeah. I wouldn't, I, I genuinely wouldn't recommend it. And, you, you know, again, just quickly on that, like a lot of you guys have been in the DM saying like, where do you go in London? Where do you go in London? For obvious reasons, we're not going to say specifically where we go. Um, but like, I'm not going to recommend anywhere because I don't feel Soho is safe anymore. We've had really bad... I'd actually recommend none of you go to Soho when you come to London. Uh, that is my yeah. one recommendation. Go elsewhere. Go to like... I don't think there's there a good gay scene in there, London. No, no, there's mm, not. East isn't bad. I've heard... I can't speak from experience we don't go out Yeah, in but the that's East. what I mean is that in East, I feel like you'd probably get a more positive lesbian yeah. experience. Oh, for sure. Um, and also like... A lot of our friends do actually say they have a really good time in Dalston Superstore. Yeah, We've do. just never been. So mm-hmm. I would probably recommend that. Yeah, Dalston's fun. But I wouldn't recommend Soho. No. I now wouldn't recommend this bar in Camden. I wouldn't recommend Mayfair either. No. Because we Mayfair's go out in West way. London a lot, yeah. but we don't go to exclusively, we don't go to really any exclusively gay pr- places. I mean, it turns but gay sadly, because we like have 10 a of lot, our friends who yeah. are all gay turn We up. make it a gay place because so many <laughs> yeah. of us turn up, but it's not exclusively a gay place. Mm. And the sad thing is we always have better, more liberal responses 
in West and where we go in West than we do mm -hmm. in Soho Agreed. or anywhere that you would think would be basically a gay scene. I think as well because like these misogynistic pricks or homophobes will go to the areas where they know gay people are going to be. Yep. Because they well, are. Because they're um, so fucking deluded. They yeah. still can't believe that lesbianism actually exists and that we 100% don't want a penis anywhere they think doing within it a thousand feet of us. They think that we're literally performing. It's which is fucking like, weird. If you Can think I also that, just say as well, weird. straight women, if you're listening to this, if you make out with your girlfriends for male attention... We oh, have said this to before, but it's have another we? public... I hate you. Yeah, it's another announcement. <laughs> I hate you. Stop performing for men, please, because you're fucking ruining our lives. Yeah, you're ruining it for us. Moving on, we got some tattoos at the weekend. We which was a lot of fun. Yeah. If you follow us on the Lesbian Supper Club pod, you would have seen that. And to all of you that responded to our story of me saying, what do you think Freya's getting with vagina? <laughs> You're pathetic, <laughs> immature, you need to grow up, but I also love you because I would have exactly replied the yeah. same thing. That is that is exactly where my mind was going. Like, uh, If you guys haven't already seen, it's Moral Antics Tattoo. It's by our friend Annabelle, who is an insane artist and an amazing She's tattoo incredible. artist um and we just had the best time you know when you have a really good experience when you're getting a tattoo mm -hmm. i feel like because it's almost like energetically it needs to be a good space yeah. because you're literally getting something on your skin for the rest of your life like you need someone who's got a very yeah. good well energy. her energy must be good because i've never really been like that like bought into getting a tattoo guys i walk out with a fucking tramp stamp <laughs> that says unforgettable <laughs> above and my it's ass. fucking iconic. So if she's not bringing some kind of great voodoo energy, yeah. I don't know what sparked me to do that. I, lo I love I love it. I'm actually stamp. still I'm, really I'm happy obsessed. about it. I'm thinking but I don't know what was wrong with me. I'm thinking that tramp stamp in the summer, thong on, low rise trousers, hot. I'm going to get a bespoke made lesbian supper club thong bikini. Please. And just, yeah, get a little tan on that fucking tattoo and just go to town on the beach with That'd the camera amazing i'd love that it does it does it really really hot but i think everything also always looks so much better with the tan so i can't wait for that agreed uh, i got a i got a car on my arm um freya dunn and emma chamberlain it wasn't actually purposeful but she does have you, a car tattoo freya don't sit i've always loved it on and her. pretend like you don't literally idolize Babe, the ground this girl you're walks gonna on. fuck me off i actually have gone uh, no i'm not gonna say it on here but i really love her it's her not a bad thing sick. for you to say. Yeah, no, no. it was based off of her. Yes, her tattoos are sick. I love her tattoos, but it wasn't purely because of that. But Bitch. it was part of. Bitch. She definitely part inspired you. I feel you. like she definitely. Oh, just yeah, own that you're obsessed with Emma Chamberlain. It's not a bad thing, though. It's not a bad thing. Just say that you love Emma Chamberlain. Why I are you do so against this? Love Emma Chamberlain. I do. Okay. I'm not saying that I don't. So was the tattoo part inspired by Emma <laughs> Chamberlain? <laughs> Why are you being so fucking weird about because this? Because you're making me feel weird. Oh, Jesus, the chair's going. And look, okay. She loves her. Look, like, I do love her, but I also don't want to be like, bitch, just like, I can't It's like me saying. She had one. It's a bit like, I it's want like me getting a dragon, a dragon. A dragon on me. A dragon. <laughs> It's like me getting a dragon on me and you saying, oh, is it because you're obsessed with Angelina Jolie? And I'd be like, fuck yes, it is. Like, I would literally get every totally fucking tattoo get it. she has. I totally get it, but also no. Like, uh, that is... I really like her car tattoo. 
I actually really like her Khan tattoo. Say but the sole that you like Emma it. Chamberlain. Oh my god, you are annoying me so much. Don't yeah. say the song. I know what you're gonna say. I know what you're gonna- the sole reason I got it was because I told Annabelle that I used to go camping with my family, and she took the car <laughs> from the camping story. Freya, you have an American fucking Cadillac on your it's arm. Not a Cadillac. What is it it's then? Not, I don't fucking know. Okay, okay, it's an American fucking car. You don't have your parents' fucking old Volvo, Volvo, whatever. How do you I say have it? Your Mondeo. You don't have a fucking 19, 2002 anyway, Mondeo on your arm. You've got an American car, the same as what Emma Chamberlain has. You're a big, fat Emma Chamberlain, little pussy ass fan. Fucking own it. <laughs> That was so good. Now you're just trying to devalue my Ginada tattoo. I'm not. I really like your Ginada tattoo. Okay, well then shut the fuck up, bitch. Okay, fine. Thank I will you. shut the fuck up. Thank you very much. I love your tattoo. <laughs> and I, I can't wait do. to spank your ass. <laughs> Look at it. And thank you. Yeah, I won't spank my ass for a long time after the last five minutes oh, of your really? fucking behaviour. No. I'll tell you what isn't unforgettable. What? Is when you had the shits the other weeks. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually more vomiting. I had. You did I have the shits have for like. Like six days. Okay, well, I tell you what is unforgettable. <laughs> you farting on me every night to the point where it rumbles my whole fucking yes. skin. You're like a lucky, well marked. You're a lucky bitch. Okay, don't start with this. <laughs> Do not fucking start with this because I will go to town so fucking hard you'll run out here crying. Okay, moving on. Oh, fuck me. Do you know what? There's so much I could say, but she's. On that crying. note talking about us and all of our bickering today we've set this up <laughs> and fantastically really well, well yeah. and i didn't even think that we would be bickering today over freya's obsession with emma chamberlain but here <laughs> we are <laughs> yeah, Emma, please come on the podcast. Oh, so now we you can, love her. Now tats. you're appealing to her to come on to the Lesbian Supper Club we podcast. Can, we can play bumper cars with our arms. I'm sure you'd love that, wouldn't I you? I would love that. <laughs> today we're going to be also talking about top three red flags in women oh god yeah i don't feel like I feel it's like gonna be top three i was gonna say i've got I like top 10 i think three isn't enough three is not free. enough three yeah. or three <laughs> three is not enough no i think we can both collectively agree number one would definitely be demonstrating clear signs of jealousy very early from on. day one yeah i mean like possessive at the bar mm-hmm. yeah like why did you smile at the bartender? Mm. Do you know what I mean? That mm-hmm. kind of vibe. But it's not so much that they have to talk about it. It's more like body language. You know, like you start yes. giving attention to somebody else and um, and then they they turn around and they're like, feel it's uncomfortable or something or, or start to like make little like jokes about like being your girlfriend or something. Like yeah. that is crazy. Like well, straight off. One of my exes demonstrated one of these and it very very early on and it was a red flag that I should have taken which was basically I had a friend in Canada who I'd been friends with by this point for two and a half years um like you know pretty sure this person had a boyfriend this girl had a boyfriend Mm -hmm. and I was on like a second or third date with the girl that I was with and she had stayed over and I'd got up in the morning to go for a shower and came back into the room with my little towel on, my little towel wrapped around my head. And I just had a fucking boot lobbed at me. <laughs> and I was like, 
what the fuck is going on here? And she was absolutely fucking tamping, right? And I couldn't work out why for ages because she was having like a like a really theatrical moment about this. And I was wow. like, how long had you been seeing her for? Oh, less than two weeks. Oh, oh it was. And you stayed with her. Oh, yeah, I'm an idiot. Oh, that's on you. It was early. And I was like, what? What is going on? Mm. I actually thought she had lobbed a boot in frustration of something else or had got some bad news and I just happened to walk in be at in, the worst time. Be in the line be of fire. Be in the line of fire. Yeah. No, 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 no. She was lobbing it at me. Wow. And it was because the entitled person that she is, when I was in the shower, had gone onto my phone, gone onto the messages with this Canadian girl, which, by the way, can I say were all platonic? decided that I was cheating on her even though we weren't officially together but I was allegedly cheating on her decided to go absolutely mental and you say to me oh you're an idiot for staying I did actually in that moment turn around and go you know what yeah just leave like this is really not Mm -hmm. I'm not here for this Mm -hmm. but the red flag done the classic thing of being like, I've never acted like that before I'm sorry I don't know where that come from blah 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 and I fell for it Never believe anyone, by the way, when they say I've never acted like this before. Yes, because that that shit does not come from nowhere. No, um, and that that did then translate throughout the whole the whole yeah. relationship. Just that, that um line of that severe green eyed monster jealousy. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's definitely so red possessiveness flag and like one. jealousy. Yeah. yeah. Red flag number two: first date talking a lot about their ex, yeah. and especially saying how crazy their ex. Is. Yes. Yeah, it is. it's important it's a really important topic I do think that it's good to like talk about exes past relationships because it's kind of a bit of like an icebreaker in a weird way because it's like well how long have you been single for blah 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 exactly and you naturally fall into it however if they are obsessively obsessively talking talking about about their ex throughout the date red flag yeah and Agreed. especially if they're like, she was on crazy fucking bitch, blah, blah, blah. Because like, as you go on in the relationship, you can be like, God, yeah, she was fucking mental. But like, you can, you can talk about it specifically. But yeah, if you're outwardly saying it from like the instant moment, being like, she's this, she's that, she's this, yeah. you're, you're overcompensating. You've got something to hide. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then on that as well, on the other side, as if they absolutely refuse to talk about their ex. That's also bad. That's also a red flag within that red flag. Do you know what's another red flag? Is when they will... Um, They'll say, no, no, I'm trying to be good. I'm trying to be good. That's a red flag. Yeah. Yes. Like, you're on a date with them and they're like, no, no, like, I'm trying to be good. I'm trying to stay under the radar. I'm trying to be good. You're like, okay, you're trying to come across as, no, but also you're trying to come across as a bit of a fat boy, a bit of a, I'm a changed woman now because I don't fuck around as much or whatever it is. It's just an ick. It really is. I hate it. What is with it? There's a certain calibre of lesbians. And oh. if you don't follow Soph Galustian on TikTok, My you, God, need, you to need to. Because she depicts and portrays these type of lesbians so fucking well. Mm-hmm. But there is a certain calibre of fuckboy lesbian that is, I'm sorry, I'm just going to call you out, that is just such a level of not only cringe, but why would you actively want to be bringing toxic masculinity over to the lesbian community? Yeah, give it so a So they rest, love girls. acting like a fuck boy and like, yeah, like I could get any girl I want and they like love mm. me. Like, or like they you, laugh at everything that you do. Like they snicker at you. Say, for instance, like you make a mistake or something and they're like... <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, wow. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. What are you doing? Grow up. And also when they... Yeah. Get, I get it with, with sometimes fuck boys that I meet. 
they jump straight onto the you're intimidating or you're a bitch and it's like no mm, no i'm not i'm just not pandering to your there's a difference shit. right between saying you're intimidating what that translates to is i'm intimidated yeah not you're intimidating no 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 and you're it's not always the same type of person that says that to me as well because like we've mentioned this before we go out and we meet people and make friends so easily and like I always get on with people generally and like mm. we always have such a good time. There's always a certain caliber of person who will say that to me and I know they're going to say it before they even say yeah, it. I just like, so especially even when it's like men, if you try and talk yeah. to them and then they're like, you're shouting, it's like, I'm literally talking in my normal Well, voice. no, that's when I'm debating with them, always winning, of oh, course, yeah, and then they course. tell me I'm shouting and I'm like, I don't need to shout you're because shouting I'm winning. shouting at me. Can you please? My mummy's going to come around in a minute and spang your body. You're uh, shouting at me and it hurts I'm my ears. Cry. <laughs> Please do that voice more. I want to go to the toilet and cry. <laughs> Third red flag. Oh, I've got one. No, I've got one. What? Don't like dogs. <gasps> that is the biggest red that is flag the biggest, you can have ever. That is actually the biggest one. Yeah. One of the biggest ones. Yeah. Like, if you don't like dogs, get the fuck out of my life. Yeah, agreed. If you're a dog hater and a cat lover, you're worse than just a dog hater. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, that's so true. I just... I, honestly, because also I would lose all faith in someone's humanity, for mm-hmm. everything, if they didn't like dogs. Because I'm like, if you don't like dogs, mm-hmm. oh my fucking God. Wow. I know. I can't even think about it because I would run out of that room crying. I know. I'd also say, um, if you go on a date with somebody and it doesn't matter what job they're in, they could be a barista, they could even be unemployed, it doesn't really matter. I don't want to single out baristas. I was a barista, so this is why I'm saying it. Um, if they don't have any ambition at all. So if and you're like also, talking to them and they don't like, respect don't the really staff. So if you go for a drink <gasps> with someone or go yes. to dinner and they're rude to staff, yeah. that you'll walk away. Massive red flag. Massive red if flag. If they don't say thank you yes. to the waitress, if they refuse. <gasps> Got another one. Mm. If they call their dad daddy. So true. Daddy. I'm just gonna call go call my daddy. I'm just gonna call daddy. No. Let me also say Ick. lack of generosity. Yes. So it's not about so much flexing like, oh, I'm gonna pay the bill or anything like mm. this. But if there's like a real you can really tell someone by when that bill comes along how genuine they are about mm-hmm. like I so now I think rule of thumb is because obviously lesbians it's very different, right? There's no man, yeah. there's no woman, there's yeah. no that patriarchal bullshit. Anyway, but I do believe that whoever invited the person on the date has to buy the first round of drinks. Yes, and then and then I think offer to pay for yeah. dinner as well because if you ask, you should offer to pay for dinner. Yes. If the other person insists on splitting, that's fine because mm-hmm. the other person wants to do that, and then it comes into like etiquette yeah. of allowing that person to pay. Yes. But I absolutely agree. If you've invited, you and you've fried. chosen the restaurant because it's like Agreed. you could go and choose some like fancy fucking yeah. restaurant, and then it's the, other the other person, person can't pay. afford. Agreed. Yeah. Talking of relationship dynamics. Someone submitted a really interesting question that we are now going to talk about, which is what do we think about experienced gays and baby gays dating? Mm. So I'm going to hand the mic over to you first, Fred, because I, (laughs) as usual, have a lot to say about this, but I want to get your opinion first. (laughs) Okay, so more seasoned gays with with a baby gay can be a little bit tricky. I think it really is subject to your baby gay, right? So if we were to look at it subjectively, it's like a baby gay that has had zero experience um and is quite naive as a person and maybe mm. emotionally younger like immature just in emotionally life. immature um you're looking for trouble because you've got yourself a well-seasoned lesbian who if they're in a relationship with a baby gay it's going to be not only a lot of like lesson learning but also this baby gay is probably going to feel full real hard 
real fucking quick. Not only that, it's also going to... Most of the time, they would have probably been with men before as well. They will have a lot of... Barriers to break barriers. down. Yeah. Or like, yeah, like... Um, internalized homophobia, homophobia to break through that uh, internalized homophobia is a massive one so say for instance you might be so comfortable with walking down the street holding hand with your girlfriend and all of a sudden you're now with a baby gay who will not fucking do that that is pathetic yeah. as well by the way grow up yeah hold also, your girlfriend's hand um, a big unless you're in is... fucking Syria but you're not you're walking down London you can hold hands it's fine it is straight, a power straight issue. And, you know, straight relationships and lesbian relationships, if you are with a younger person, I think yeah. more so with straight, the power they're, more dynamic is off. To be, they're more likely to be younger, whereas you can have a baby gay that is the same age yeah. as the seasoned gay. Does yeah. that make sense? You could both be like 25, Yes, it's not always age. It's not always experience. about the age, but it's like, it's the experience. They may have only just come Agreed. out, right? So this is this is the difference. But and also, another thing I want to talk mm. about, I want to say, is like, I don't care how hard you've fallen for your first love. If you're the baby gay... I don't care how hot she is. I don't care how hard you've fallen for her. You will wake up one day and want to fuck another person. Guaranteed. Yeah. Like, you will... If you're a baby gay and you've realised you're gay and you've never had a sexual experience with a woman before and you meet a woman and I know that you'll be having loads of crazy sex... Can I just say your first ever sexual experience with the girl that you're with? Yes, that's what I mean. And then you're like, this is amazing. I'd never want for anything more. This person's amazing. I'm in love with them. I can almost guarantee you would wake up one morning and start to wonder... Can I just say, though, this is not subject to Chriselle and G-Flip. Because let me just say, Chriselle, I fucking love you. Chriselle, the way that you have handled this whole situation, I think it's you're a fucking icon. She's a fucking legend. Have you she seen? She is an actual legend. If you guys haven't seen the new release of the um, promo, which our PR manager Liv sent over to me the other day because she knew I'd fucking love it. Um, I love Chriselle how she's says, done the peace sign then in the background. Sign. I watched it and I loved it because she basically was like, people think that I'm having a mental breakdown. No, I'm having an awakening. And like for yeah. me, I'm like, bitch, you've handled this so incredibly well. I wonder if she listened to episode one where we said gay awakenings and she took that oh yeah because it's never uh, been said before no it hasn't we definitely formed the basis of that oh yeah i'm sure we did 100 <laughs> percent. yeah it's actually in the dictionary now because michelle us. please listen to us but yeah no g flip g flip is insane as well and you know that g flip is potentially the best person for i just all know of this. G-Flip you, you know is they an are lovely. lovely fucking person yeah Really. I just know that G Flip is a fucking angel. Yeah, yeah. G Flip is super talented. An angel. You can tell that person is great. Like a proper good person. Yeah. And 100%. that's exactly what. But Chriselle was fucked over left, right, and centre by men yeah. all her life. I mean, we say that, you know, that wouldn't. Like, you're saying I'm defending them, that it would definitely work between them. I have no I, I have no qualms that they'll get married and have loads of children together. It's going to happen. I hope so. We also don't know that Chriselle wasn't fruity before G Flip and had other sexual encounters. I mean, it with doesn't women. come out. We can't nowhere, guarantee does it that. Really? Yeah. We can't. No, we I can't. Hope, I kind of hope she has because I think it would make it better in the sense of like. Yeah. You know, it. it, it I does. think if she hasn't, I think the only reason would be because she's always had men, right? That's and been also, there, so. you know, G Flip being non-binary encounters a lot of masculine energy and feminine energy, mm-hmm. and so there's multiple kind of you know layers there as well. I think you could have amazing. a lot of fun in that relationship because of the different dynamics. Because I also exactly. think that Chriselle has obviously a hell of a lot of feminine energy. She is so woman, right? Mm-hmm. Just looking at her. But you can tell that she's got a masculine energy as yeah. well. She's very, uh, and I hate I to. I bet Chriselle's daddy sometimes in the bedroom. Oh, I fucking hope so. Yeah, yeah. But she's very, 
I don't want to say that daddy equals successful, but in the terms of daddy, like she's yeah, super she's successful. She's a fucking boss bitch. Yeah. She's got a lot of power behind her. I think this is proven by the way that she's dealt with yeah. you and coming out to the media because it's not even like she was secretly dating G Flip for years and then suddenly, no, it was straight away. She was like, yeah, I found this yeah. person. Fucking love them. I'm having the best time of my life. Agreed. And it's still Agreed. going really, really well. So yeah, cheers to you guys. And it's in America. Yeah. Oh, being a businesswoman in America as a realtor as well, yes. as a real estate yeah. agent. You it's a very male-dominated yeah. environment, and you kind of have to reflect that energy. And she has broken down every wall. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. 100%. It really is. Two black bros. Oh, man, I miss she, a black bro. Little, little BBM pen. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Our thoughts on season gays and baby gays. I, it's obviously always dependent on the situation. Like mm. we say, you can have a baby gay who is very mature, very experienced in life, very much knows what they want from life and knows who they want from life. But that nine times out of 10 with a baby gay is not going to be the case. So I would have to say I vote against it generally. I think if you're a baby gay and you're going for an older, more experienced gay, you will struggle to keep up and you will feel extremely overwhelmed. Mm. And I think if you are a seasoned gay going for a baby gay, I think you're setting yourself up for a heartbreak worry mm. and a lot of emotional roller burdens as well it's, it's an emotional it's burden so yeah i personally i i don't think it's a good idea guys and i i'm i don't know why we gonna, fucking no, bother doing this because you're gonna do you're all gonna fucking do it anyway yeah, you're all gonna do it anyway and also like they've do the it baby, learn, babe, go the baby gay's gonna have a first fucking relationship somewhere so what are you gonna do let me tell you don't do it you're all gonna do it anyway you're all gonna suffer good luck to you all yeah now and we're I can't gonna move on wait to the horror story for the horror stories to come from that because lesbians never listen so i can sit here and give you tell you guys not to do something cows come home and as we've mentioned before you'll still think you're <clears> special you'll still get engaged within two weeks you'll still go fucking you know 5,000 miles between you all. Don't get a tattoo on the, side, tattoo of on the side of your body after you've been months. with somebody that you've been with for eight months. All right, guys, this horror story. <clears throat> I love this. She actually even put, sit back for this. Are you ready? <laughs> Whew. So a woman emailed this a couple of days ago, and I'm looking forward to reading it out to you guys. So many years back, I'm out with a friend, and she's getting with this girl she'd been chatting to for a while. She's got a friend there, and as you imagine, the whole, I've got a friend, and she's got a friend, so why don't you hook up? I'm guessing this girl is northern, because she said you hook up. Sitch happened. To be honest, wasn't feeling it or the girl, but I got bored, so why not? A girl's got needs. <laughs> That's giving you, Freya. That's giving me. Set the scene. Oh, grim student halls. We have all Ew. been there. Oh. Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm I so glad those days are over. I know this is Manchester Uni. Yeah. I and whilst fucking know I it. know. Manchester Uni. Can you confirm if this is Manchester Uni, please? And whilst my friend and her girl are doing what they're doing, whatever, me and her friend are just sat chatting. And because food is everything, I'm obviously that sat there like, so I'm ravenous here, girl. This what is also giving this you energy. This is also energy. me. I'm this like, where's the so food? You. Where's the food? I'm sat in your shit. We were out for drinks the other day and we had to take like mid drinks in the, e- in the evening. Yes. To take Freya into home slice. Yes. So she could sit there and eat a pizza to continue the night because she was so... Yeah, but I fucking... Also, I loved it and I hadn't eaten for... I, was I know, baby. Thank you very I'm much. just saying, she's dinner. giving you energy. She is giving me energy, to be fair. She said, I'm Scouse. So imagine that. Oh, we need someone to do a Scouse. Okay, accent. so it could be Liverpool University. This is obviously a Liverpool uni. Yeah, but she could have gone could've to gone Manchester anywhere. being in Liverpool. And she walks me to her section of the cupboard. This I'll come back to. 
let's just say it was a no from me. From this again furthers my boredom. So I'm now about to go down on her to pass time. <laughs> to pass time. <laughs> to pass the time. When fuck my life, I take her knickers off with what I can only describe as every beef flavoured crisp or food uh. item as twatted me in the face. Twatted. <laughs> <laughs> she said, why didn't I see this coming? When her section of the shared cupboard was brown, everything beef flavoured, uh. every single thing. Crisps, no. pot noodle, also fucking cubes a lot. I no. felt I had a face planted beef flavouring. I can't even tell you how strong it was. Absolute no. Bye. Tra. See ya. You're welcome. Never spoke to her again, I'm no. assuming. That must have been salty as well, because you oh. know the like fake seasoned beef things? It doesn't even smell like They're real very beef. It's salty. a very specific it's like a, it's, um, flavour. It's like a sour salt. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-mm. I mean, she was bringing a whole new meaning to beef oh, guns. We'd, we'd hate it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Beef curtain. That's even we worse than asparagus hate puss. It because we don't like meat. No. Imagine. Imagine. Ooh. But even the fact that she didn't even fancy her because she was like, oh, I'm just doing this to pass time. I'm doing it to pass time. So it's not even like she had like an amazing vagina that was beefy. like, yay. It was just a beefy cunt. Mm-mm. I'm just trying to I'm work so out sorry. though. Does she have an obsession with beef? Beef flavoured things then, obviously. She must have a real craving for beef all the time. What kind of deficiency do you need to have to have a... No it's beef. giving iron, I reckon. <laughs> it's giving iron. It's giving an iron deficiency. It's giving... Or like magnesium, maybe. Do you know what it's that's definitely giving? a metal deficiency. That's giving like parental abuse, that is. That's Why giving, is it giving parental it's abuse? It's giving PTSD. Fire. It's giving you've got to be mentally ill to only eat beef-flavoured things. You do. I... Do you not think? Now, I don't know if I can strictly agree with that. What mentally stable person would select only one flavour? I just think flavor? it's a niche thing. Because like, loads of True. people are obsessed with cheese, right? Yeah. So like... What's it? Cheese crackers. Cheese quavers. Cheese crackers. To be fair, maybe that's me. A load of cheese. Maybe that is me. Do I, do I taste like cheese? You don't. Just a bag of what's it? As soon as you go you down You do there, not taste like <laughs> a bag of what's it? fuck's sake you don't don't out yourself look this I do pod, love what's th- these though. horror stories about outing other people not ourselves i i, I think it's hilarious did you uh, did I mean, you ever message her after and go like gone. by the way like i know you love beef because i saw your cupboard but you need to sort that out like you need to start out your diet because your pussy smells like beef as well and no, she's there with like beef squash but to be fair this girl could go on and find a partner who also loves, loves beef. beef things and mm-hmm. they could live in beef heaven for the it rest of their fucking been, life it could have also just been that day you know no no i don't she may have like washed down an octo cube when someone's and then had a long day and their puss is not 100 percent fresh Where's the beef? <laughs> Marcelo has just shown us a T-shirt that says "Where's, Where's the beef?" The beef? And that is a brilliant. I fucking love that. That I is a brilliant one. So do I. Where's the beef? Where's the beef? Where's the beast? And where's the beef? Um. Oh man. They, yeah, she could find someone Steak who sandwich loves a good bit of beef and gets sheer enjoyment from luck. Look, her everyone's beef got a cake. Every day, everyone's got a cake. Yeah, there is someone for everyone. Mm-hmm. There, there is. is someone for everyone. Yeah. That is depressing. Somebody likes that. I think it's good. I think it's enlightening, actually. I don't think it's depressing. I think it's like, oh, that's really sweet. What, that your kink is a beef sound, like a beef Well, if it is, then they've met their dream person. Yeah, fair. I'm I'm not here to judge. If you want a beef push, you go for it. Go for it, girl. COVID porn. What, with like masks? 
<gasps> no. I don't. Oh. I don't think I really have a kink. Do you want to know something? I just up? love women. Like mm. my kink are women, is tits, titties, bums, <laughs> titties, bums, vaginas, titties, <laughs> titties. The holy trinity. No, but it's titties. <clears throat> I was going to say though. Titties. Do you want to know? So shut up. Do you know that with um titties with kinks? Apparently they're hereditary. So if you have a kink, it's come from your parents. Either one of them. So, that was the end of that beautiful horror story. Guys, keep sending them in. Yes. Please. Um, a lot of the horror stories you're sending in, though, are more kind of like relationship advice, mm. relationship questions, etc. which we've been discussing. Bleh, disgusting. Dis- <laughs> we have been discussing and strategizing about. Mm-hmm. And we don't think the lesbian horror story segment is right for these. But, but. comment, DM us, and tell us how would you feel about us doing ad hoc lesbian supper club agony aunt relationship advice so we could do episodes. like an advice episode because we're yeah. thinking of doing it and also like i mean want to know if you guys would like it i think as well like a q a like i feel like yeah. we get some questions coming in so it'd be really good to like put that all in one place we and got, we can squash some shit we've got mm. so so many plans for this podcast guys like it, I don't want to blow our own trumpet, but they are fucking iconic, and yeah. I cannot wait to ke- like Woo! start yeah. all of the multiple things that are going to happen that are absolutely going to involve. We're all everyone. buzzing our tits off. Every I don't have any us. tits. There's to four buzz of us off, in the room I'll right buzz now. Buzz off everyone else's tits. Buzzing. <laughs> but thank you guys for listening to episode. Not eight. really. We're talking about tits again. We're back on tits. I love. We love. Tits. We love you so much. We love you even more than tits, and that's coming from me. Maybe that's not. Scarlet. I'm not going to advocate that. Whoa. I don't love I don't love you more than tits, but I think you'd respect you'd all respect me for not loving you more than tits because I yeah, don't I think, think you'd, you'd all understand where we're coming from. But yeah, we will see you guys next week. Bye, lesbos. Bye, lesbos. And heterosexual straight women that hate their husbands. See ya. <laughs>